Welcome to Podcasts, recorded live at the Center for Spiritual Living in Portland, Oregon. Listen past the end of the podcast to find out more about our spiritual center and ways that you may collaborate with us. We are very honored today to have back with us Reverend Bonnie and Reverend Andy Anderson. They've been here before, so some of you may remember them. And I'm going to just read a little blurb here. Reverend Bonnie is a clear teacher and a speaker who is known to wake her audience up to their greatness. She has a background in teaching and spent many years working in corporate America. She is using personal stories and examples as she drops in ideas that go right to the heart. Bonnie presents workshops for women as well as workshops with her musician husband, Andy Anderson, at churches, retreats, and conferences across the country. And she is a facilitator for Soul Collage. And I understand that they were the minister team in Roseburg for a number of years. So some of you may know them from there. So welcome to both of you. I wanted to talk about the spiritual practice of enjoying ourselves. You know, as religious scientists, we can be kind of serious, can't we? I know that Ernest Holmes enjoyed himself. I've heard stories, but you might not know that by reading the textbook, you know. (laughs) But to lighten up a little, think about enjoying yourself being a spiritual practice. John Lennon said, when I was five years old, my mother always told me that happiness was the key to life. So when I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I answered, happy. (laughs) And the teacher said, I didn't understand the assignment. And I told her she didn't understand life. (laughs) So happiness, you know, what if it's all about being happy? What if all, everything we do, we sometimes make it difficult and feel like we have to work hard at it? But what if it's all about enjoying life? We're meant to enjoy life. Um, so how do you enjoy yourself? What do you do? Just shout it out. Read. Read. Music. Music. Dance. Dance. What? what? So. so. Yeah. So what if that was the way to happiness? What if, what if we could do those things to bring us to a spiritual practice to be happy? Um, one of the... Th- one of the things that I enjoy doing, and Andy sometimes goes with me down, we live on the North Umpqua River. You guys have been there. And uh, we like to sit down by the river on a swing and just sit, you know, and watch the birds. There's a couple of blue heron that fly by, and sometimes in the fall we see an egret or two, and of course ducks and geese. And just to sit there and feel you know, the breeze, to hear, you know, watch now the tree, the leaves are starting to fall. And that's how I really enjoy myself. And that's how I feel at one. You know, I remember that I'm one with all of that. I'm one with, with nature. I'm one with the matrix of the universe. And, and that brings me, that's, you know, I think is a wonderful spiritual practice. I'm connected with everything. 
So could we have, I was thinking about that. I know a woman who loves to play pickleball. Has anybody ever played pickleball? Do you know what it is? It's like between tennis and, and um, ping pong. They have these rackets and they hit the wall. And she loves that. I mean, why couldn't that be a spiritual practice, right? So um, we need to think about it differently, maybe. I, I was on the internet and I saw that there was this article called 17 Ways to Be More Spiritual. I thought, you know what? We don't need to do anything to be more spiritual. We're always as spiritual as we're born, as spiritual as we'll ever be. We're perfect and complete. We don't have to work hard. We don't have to do a lot of work to get to perfection. We have to uncover what's there, uncover the truth that's inside. And we can do that by having fun. You know, the Native Americans really believed that everything was spiritual, didn't they? They do. You know, that every rock, every animal, every tree, every part of nature is part of spirit. And we're connected with that. That's what I remember when I sit down by the river, that I'm, I'm one with all of it. And it really lifts me up. In the Course of Miracles, they say sin is a belief in separation. I thought that was so interesting. Sin is a belief in separation, that we could be separate from our good, that we could be separate from God, from spirit, because we're always connected. We're always one, because that's who and what we are. Ernest Holmes said, when we learn to trust the universe, we shall be happy, prosperous, and well. So trusting, and I think when we enjoy ourselves, it raises our spirits and raises our energy, and it's easier to, to trust. When we feel that connection and that oneness, it's easier to step forward in trust. You know, one of my, my grandsons said to me the other day, he said, uh, Grandma, what do you think heaven is like? And I said, well, heaven is, is right here where you are. You make heaven where you are. And he said, no, no, no. The place up there that God lives. <laughs> and I said, whoa, I didn't know you believed that. <laughs> and, uh, and, and I said, no, I really believe that you're God, that God is in you. And he said, no, I mean like Zeus, you know. <laughs> I think he was reading... Uh, um, the Greek Odyssey or something like that, you know, and he was thinking about the Greek gods. But, you know, we, in this teaching, we don't believe that there's a sky god with a long beard that judges us, that sits up there and keeps track of what we do. You know, like I always said, it was kind of like Santa Claus. I'm making a list. I'm checking it twice. See who's naughty and nice. You know, we know that we, we are always loved. We are always perfect. We're always in joy. And the, the ego is that voice of separation. It's that right when we're feeling great and we're in heaven, then the voice comes on like, that wasn't quite good enough. Or why did you do it that way? Or why didn't you take this road instead of that? That was really stupid. You know, sometimes that, that ego voice that, that, is the, that tries to keep us stuck can be really mean. So we have to... Turn and, and let spirit guide our way. Let spirit go within. Because the voice of separation tells us that there's something missing in us. There's something missing. Something we have to do to be okay. 
something we have to achieve. And then it becomes hard work. And it becomes, oh, I have to do this or I'll never, I'll never be happy. Instead of starting out being happy and joyful and dancing or whatever it is that you love to do. Trying to be good enough. You know, when I, in all the years I've been in ministry, I have seen so many people, including myself, who struggle with that idea of trying to be good enough. Trying to be good enough. Trying to achieve enough or to reach that place that you never get to that's good enough. Um, Dr. David Walker wrote a book that I'm going to teach an online class in in a couple weeks called um, You're Enough, Always Have Been, Always Will Be. You know, we're born enough. We're born enough. But we sometimes think that something is missing that we have to overcome. Now, my dad was a great guy, but he really believed that you should never praise kids too much because then they'll stop trying. So he would never say, good job. He would say, you know, I'd get all A's and a B. What's the B? You know, or he would point out, and I think a lot of us were raised that way, that our faults were pointed out to us because it was supposed to make us better. He really believed he was parenting in a loving way by doing that. But what it created in me was someone who never felt like enough. Always had to do one more thing to be good enough. Always had to measure up until I embraced this teaching and, and learned that, you know, that, that that's, our, that's our inheritance, it's our birthright, that we're perfect children of God. All spiritual practice is the art of changing perspective. It's just changing perspective. Remember the first time you got on an airplane and went up, maybe on a cloudy day like this in, in Portland, and went up above the clouds and said, wow, the sun's shining up here. It's raining and cold down there, but it's, it's shining and beautiful. And it's almost like you think heaven would be, right? You come above, the sky's shining, the clouds are beautiful. It's like always there. The sun is always shining. It's doing it today. If we got on a plane right now and went up there, we'd see a beautiful sunny day. That's changing your perspective, going to a higher place and remembering the truth. Remembering the truth. It's like, have you, have you ever been working like crazy on the keyboard and you look up and it's all gibberish? You've been typing away and it's like just gibberish because your hand got moved over one key. All it takes is one key and it makes no sense. But how easy is it to get back on track? You just shift over back to the original key. It's, it can be as easy as that. What, I think it's Marianne Williamson who said, no, not Marianne Williamson. Anyway, some spiritual teacher said, and what if it was easy? What if it was easy? Sometimes we make things really difficult, don't we? We think we have to do, you know, I better do my 17 ways of being more spiritual. I better, I better work really hard. But what if, it, what if it was easy? What if you got up in the morning and said, this day is un going to unfold easily, beautifully? Andy and I were asking ourselves that. You know, we had little notes around the house. And what if it was easy? 
And sometimes when you just set that intention, it becomes lighter and easier, doesn't it? Um, so, it's, and, it, and you know, it, it isn't always butterflies and, and sunshine. You know, we go through ch challenges in our life. life. We go through hardships in our life, and we learn from those things. It's not all like that song, don't worry, be happy, you know, that great song. It's not, life isn't always like that. So there are, we're going to go through challenges. We're going to have a dark nights of the soul. We all do. Hopefully those will lift us up to a new perspective. Also, that illness and, and um, lack and all of those things that we go through can, can change our perspective. We wake up sometimes and say, oh, I know what I don't want. I don't want this. So it can, it can be really help us. I know I'm off-center when I start to believe that anything outside of myself has an effect over me and make me unhappy. Anything outside of myself, because I have control. And sometimes I forget that. And it's really easy to blame other people, isn't it? If it weren't for them, if it wasn't for my spouse, it wasn't for my boss, it wasn't for my roommate, it, you know, my neighbor, I could be happy. And that's never true. <clears throat> but it, it's seductive, isn't it? You know, if that guy hadn't caught me, cut me off in traffic, I'd be in a great mood today. Well, and Andy knows when I'm off center because I start blaming him for things. <laughs> he knows that well because I fall into that. All of a sudden, everything he does is wrong or something, you know, and, and uh, I start to blame him. That's when I know I'm off center, like, uh-oh, okay. <laughs> better, better get back and to center and know the truth. Uh, there's this book I heard about. I've never seen it, but there's a book called How to Make Other People Happy. And you open up the book, and every page is blank. Because <laughs> you can't make anybody else happy, right? You can only make yourself happy. So as I'm sure Larry teaches you every week, it all starts within. It all starts within. So... Let's lighten up. Let's just lighten up and take it. I love the, you said the dolphins and the dog with its head out the window. I love that. I love that. I remember we had a, we used to have a dog and we lived in California and my son used to say, mom, can you imagine what it's like? He would stick his head out, the dog would stick her head out the window. Can you imagine what it's like to have all those, I don't know, they have, they can smell so much more intensely than we can and they have all this array of smells. He said, think of what she's smelling when she sticks her nose out there. She's in ecstasy, you know. Um, we have some dear friends that are musicians. One of them actually recently made her transition, Etika Luckett and Lisa Ferraro. But they had T-shirts made up to go with one of the songs they wrote. The T-shirt said, if, if you're not in awe, you're not paying attention. If you're not in awe, you're not paying attention. Because there's so much to be grateful for that's awe-inspiring. I mean, the face of a new baby. What's going on up there? <laughs> kids, the kids are enjoying themselves, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you want to know how to enjoy yourself, just watch a child, right? But... 
Yeah, that we, we, we have a, our, son, our grandsons over to our house a lot, and you can tell when they're there because they don't walk down the hall. They run everywhere. Kids run everywhere. It's so great. It's like, you're, blah, 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 blah. you know, there they are. They're here. But think about all the things there are to be awed about. <laughs> I love it. See, I, was, I wanted to make you all laugh, and I, you know, like they, they did it, right? We're enjoying ourselves, thinking about the kids having fun up there. They're not murdering each other or something. <laughs> So let's lighten up and enjoy ourselves on this journey. It's a sacred journey we're on. Why not be like the dog and put our head out the window? <laughs> Roll down the window and feel it in you, feel the the uh, wind in your face. Um, there's a video on YouTube that I saw the other day that I just loved, and it was a video. You may have seen it. It was a, a they released a condor. And uh, for the first time, it was in the wild. I, I don't know if it was injured and they had it in a cage for quite a while, or if it was uh, if it was born in a cage. But they were ready to release this condor, so they took it to the edge of a mountain. They put the big cage, set it down there, and there were all these people there watching. There were a whole bunch of people with cameras, just like in happily waiting for this condor to fly free, finally, to be out of the cage like it, like it should be. And so they opened up the cage door, and the condor jumped out and just sat there on the edge of the cliff. And everybody's watching with bated breath. And the condor looks, turns around and looks at the people, and then he looks out and flaps his big wings. They have these huge wings. And then he... You, everybody's like, oh, he's going to jump. And then he stays there. And then, and then they, um, they, he flaps his wings again and stays there. And, he, um, and they're all, everybody's there. The cameras are ready. They're on the edge of their seat. They're waiting. And he just isn't leaving. But he keeps turning around looking. You don't know if it's, he, someone said maybe he's saying goodbye to them or maybe he's like, These, this is what I know. You know, he knows being in a cage. He doesn't experience, he hasn't experienced being free and flying. So finally he takes off. He just flies and you see him just going into the sky. It just made me, it just brought tears to my eyes. It was so beautiful. Everyone who was watching cheered and celebrated, you know, because that was his natural habitat. Sometimes we have to take that leap out of our comfort zone, out of what we're used to, to, to embrace our, our, our true nature, which is free and happy. We're meant to be happy. We're meant to enjoy life. Th there was a, a bird that built a nest in our porch this year, two of them actually, and so we got to see the whole process. And it, Andy could see it from his office from inside the house. And first, you saw the the uh, twigs gathering, and then you saw the the you know the the bird was sitting in the nest, so you assume that there were eggs there. And then um, you see the 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 little you see the beaks just peeking above the top of the nest, you know, those little pointed things just peeking, right, little tiny birds, and then they grow and they get bigger and they get bigger, and they got so big that they were standing on each other, you know, they're like, oh, they look like full-grown birds, and, and the mother and the father keep coming in and bringing them worms and feeding them, and so one bird flew off, one other bird disappeared, 
And then there was one bird left in the nest who didn't want to go. And he stayed. And his mother was over in the tree nearby chirping to him, you know, like, come on, come on. But she was still feeding him. She would bring him uh, or her like mouthfuls of worms because this is a pretty big bird. But he stayed for like three days all by himself. And one point he jumped down on the ledge and we thought, oh, he's going to go. Stayed there for a while, and then he went back. The next time we looked, he's back in the nest. <laughs> so, and the nest was too small for him, and it hadn't, couldn't be comfortable. But at one, Andy said, I think tomorrow's going to be the day that he goes. And sure enough, the next day, he was gone. But did you, have you ever felt that way? That you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, the nest where you are isn't as comfortable, you've outgrown it, it's time to move, but you're afraid to take that leap because it's scary. It's unknown, even though it's good. It's unknown territory. Someone said, told me that story was an example of don't feed your teenagers too much because they'll never leave home. Because <laughs> they kept bringing that bird worms, you know? <laughs> Perfect love casteth out all fear. So when we're struggling, when we're too serious, we, love is the answer. Love is always the answer, isn't it? We begin to see through the eyes of love. So I invite you to, oh, and also when we do this, when we, when we enjoy ourselves and raise our perspective, it, it, brand, it, it spreads out into the world, doesn't it? It doesn't just stay with us. It allows you to live your true life, to share your true gifts, to spread your laughter and joy out in the world. So, it, so it's a way to, 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 to spread our good. I mean, think of that. Just by enjoying yourself, you could be spreading good all over the planet. That sounds pretty good to me. It's much better than sitting seriously with a book struggling. Well, you know, that sometimes we do that. We like to, you know, I do too. But I mean, it, we, it doesn't have to be hard or a struggle. What if it was easy? Think about that when you have a problem sometime. What if it was easy? What if the solution was right there? David Alt says, solution is here now. So I invite you to lift up your perspective to the place above the clouds. When you have a dark night of the soul, when you're struggling, remember there's a place where it's always sunny, where it, and it's God, it's in your heart. All your good is within you. When you find yourself blaming other people for your unhappiness or situations, it's the economy, it's this, it's that, take a step and remember that you have the power to change that from within. Let spirit guide you, like Andy's beautiful song said. Fly free and let yourself enjoy life. Dance, sing, watch dolphins jump, whatever, you know, do what, do what you can do to change your perspective. Move your fingers over, just one key. It's not that hard. And be in awe. Be in awe of this beautiful world that we live in. Of all the people, look at the people around you. You have like-minded people gather here for an uplifting message on Sunday morning. What a cool thing. 
what a cool thing. And some of you are going to go afterwards and chat about it and have lunch together and have all these wonderful groups. I think it's amazing. So let me close with a Rumi quote. You were born with ideals and dreams. You were born with greatness. You were born with wings. You are not meant for crawling, so don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. So let us pray. As we breathe together as one, we know that we are one with all that is. We are one with all the joy in the universe. We are one with the sunshine as we are one with the clouds. We are never alone. We are never separate. We are here being blessed in this beautiful world that we live in. And as we leave here today, let us remember to lighten up and enjoy life. To do what brings us pure happiness. To know that we are enough and have always been enough and will always be enough. Happiness begins in our own heart. And when we realize it, when we ignite that fire, it spreads. It spreads to our friends, to our families, to our work, to our church, to our community, to our world. Let us realize that life doesn't have to be a struggle. We are in the flow and the rhythm of life. And it is beautiful. And I am so very grateful for all the awe-inspiring, simple things in my life. For being able to flick a switch and have a light go on. For being able to come to church on Sunday morning. For looking at the face of a child for feeling love in my heart. Life is good and I am grateful. So I release this now, gently, into the arms of the universe, knowing that it is good and very good. And so it is. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you happen to be in the Portland, Oregon area, we'd love to have you visit in person. The Portland Center for Spiritual Living is located at 6211 Northeast Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard. We have inspirational services at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. We also have many programs, classes, and workshops developed just for our online audience. To find out more, go to our website at cslportland.org and look under the Online tab. We have a variety of content dedicated specifically for our podcast listeners. Our mission is to open hearts, ignite minds, and make a difference. If you'd like to support our center and its podcasts, 
You can donate online at cslportland.org slash donate. Our website is also the place to learn more about what's going on at the center or to contact us. Allow us to become part of your extended spiritual community. Wherever you are on your spiritual journey, you are most welcome at the Center for Spiritual Living.